0: If you're like me and looking to cut back on alcohol this year, Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement. They've recreated the cocktails you know and love, like their Ginger Lime Mule and Grapefruit Paloma, which happen to be my favorites. You can enjoy the flavors and feelings of those cocktails without the booze. Zero proof, zero compromise. Listeners can get 15% of the Recess Mocktail Sampler at takearecess.com slash autocall M-A-F-S.
1: You guys know I don't drink very much. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality. And it shows. For a limited time, you can get 15% off on your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code altercallMaths at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code A L T A R C A L L M A F S for 15% off today. Hey guys, here's a sample of our bonus episode where we covered Married at First Sight Australia. To listen to this full bonus episode and all of our other bonus episodes, you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash M-A-F-S. What is the purpose of these dang dinner parties? I only watched one, but it just seemed, I'll tell you what I think the purpose was. Unnecessary drama. <laughs> like, this, there was a whole conversation about someone calling someone else fake. Yeah. And did her partner... Re- and then the yeah. the experts look at them like they're, you know, people in a zoo. <laughs> 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 and offer their opinions about their mating rituals.
0: It's like National Geographic. The one accent I can't do is the Australian. But they're watching like, oh, she goes to the wine, And they're acting like they don't know anything that has happened. Like, the producers haven't prepped them. Actually, I don't know the truth about that. I find it really hard to believe that they're not prepped, but they act the whole time like everything they're hearing and seeing is the first time.
1: When you say is the first time, like, in the episode that I watched, this, this one guy disappeared the day after the wedding because his ex's mother passed away. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Sam. And the experts were, like, trying to therapize what was happening. They're like, well, um, she doesn't feel secure in the relationship because he left. And then, of course, he shows up to the dinner party. This This is why I could not take this show maybe as seriously as I should. It just seems so inauthentic. It's funny. It's about, there's probably like uh, three or four couples who seem more like the married at first sight that I'm used to. Mm -hmm. But then there's a whole bunch of just like, maybe this is bad, but if you have the worst extensions I have ever seen in my life, Mm -hmm. I assume that you are here to be an Instagram influencer, not to be married.
0: All right. Let's get into this because we talked a little bit about it when we guested on reality TV and me with um, Kirsten Moore. Um, these people, I cannot take them seriously, like you said, anymore, because it just seems like you're coming for a good time. Starting with the fact that it's not a legally binding marriage, that just, it goes downhill from there. A lot of them, as you can tell, take a lot of good care of in their appearance. A lot I don't know, the season you're watching, is there a lot of makeup, a lot of plasticky looking?
1: I would say, like, maybe three or four of the girls are like that. But it's very noticeable.
0: Yes. So, and then it gets even worse after they leave the show. So you can tell, like, that is what they come for. So my issue with this, like, you asked the purpose of the dinner party. And, you know, the first time I watched it, I was intrigued by it. I liked that um, the couples got to meet each other, got to hang out. But now, a couple of seasons in, I'm beginning to think that when I watched the U.S. Married at First Sight um, episodes... I'm rooting for the couples. Like, I want them to be in love. I want it to work out. With Married at First Side Australia, I don't have that expectation. I just want to be entertained. I just feel like no one is coming, quote unquote, for the right reasons. So I'm just watching for it to play out. So then if it works out, I'm like, oh, that's cute. But everything else I just kind of think is fake. Because it just became so much drama. And I think the Australian edition puts a lot of emphasis on others versus focusing on the couple and their journey. There's a lot of others involved, and that's where you get all the shenanigans that come in that have plagued this show the last couple of seasons.
1: And the fakest-looking people are the ones being the most, for the most part, being the most terrible to their spouses. Like, in some ways, right off the bat. Yeah. Like, they meet at the, the aisle, and they just, like, say crazy things, and you're like, you... No one on Married at First Sight has said stuff like that. Not necessarily because it's, like, unkind, but also because you're not trying to represent yourself well at all.
0: Yes. They don't care how they look. They're just... It's like, you know where people come on and you're like, I just want to be the best person, the best version I can put out on TV? It's like, these Australian candidates come on and, like, how can I be the worst person?
1: And it's not all of them. I think that's the other crazy thing. Like, after watching eight episodes, I would say there's at least four couples that I'm like, I hope you guys, you know, make it. You both seem pretty normal um, <laughs> mm-hmm. and, like, nice people. But then, like, you're mixed in with all these disaster couples who are like, you. there's something wrong with one or both of you. It's actually worse when there's one person who seems really genuine and the other person seems like a nightmare.
0: Yeah like with the american edition you like at least i have hope that these experts are not doing it for ratings there's still some part of me that thinks that with these i don't i don't even have any shred of doubt that they do it for they don't care <laughs> they just throw people together
1: and how long so we have 8 weeks in our us version how long do these things last um To be honest, I don't
0: know. I'm one of those weird people. Even when I watch Netflix, I don't check how many episodes it is. I just want to be surprised. But it does air every day of the week. I think five times a week.
1: I think it airs every day except um, Saturday and Friday. So the version we're seeing is, like, edited differently. Like, they're not showing us. Because otherwise the seasons would have, like, you know, 50 episodes. So they're editing, right, To, to show it to the U.S. market. Oh,
0: they have to be. That's true. They show it once a week,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. once a week. Oh, and Interesting. How long and is it? Is it two hours, too? No, it's one hour because no one has time for this. It is? It is oh, one that's hour. Very interesting. But you can also tell, like, even I could tell either they were being more efficient or they were leaving out a bunch of stuff because it's just so quick how the wedding happens and, like, the introduction happens, the wedding happens, the first night happens. I'm like, On Married at First Sight, the American version, A, we have two-hour episodes. B, they drag that out for, like, three episodes with less people. Well, to be fair, they really
0: don't drag that out. It's like one episode, knockout fuck, four people or two couples, and that's it. And then moving on. We don't waste a lot of time in reception
1: and, you know. No, no, no. They're just, like... And I kind of appreciate that because we all know that the real drama starts after the wedding and, you know, go to your honeymoon and stuff like that. But, yeah, it's it's a it's a very different viewing experience. I thought I would hate it, but I actually now I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch this because I want to find out what happens. <laughs> yeah. And from looking at Wikipedia, like, so explain to me the the dinner party recommitment. I think you've mentioned this before.
0: Yes, so the dinner party happens on Saturdays, I think And, you know, they meet, they get to see all the other couples And, you know, drink, that's it Then on Sunday is the recommitment ceremony Where all the couples are together in one room With the experts on their own couch And then there's an empty couch And each couple comes up um, individual. Well, that doesn't make sense Each couple comes up and then they go through their week, what their challenges were, what's going on. And the experts ask the right questions. Then at the end of the day, they have to decide if they stay or if they leave. They don't see, they make a big show. The producers make a big show before it. I don't know what to do as they walk in slow motion. They stare out at windows with the little um, whiteboard where they write stay or leave. And then as long as one person has stay. Even if the other wants to leave, you have to stay another week, which just sounds like torture, but is entertainment for us. But yeah. <laughs> but if both
1: people have leave, then they both leave. And then what if they both leave? I mean, so by the end of the season, do you have like how many couples left on average?
0: Um, about four. four. Oh, okay. So it becomes Ooh. more manageable. <laughs> Yeah, and the reason why I think Australia has to have a, a, a lot of people is just because they're mostly, I mean, again, I don't mean everyone, but on an average, in general, they're mostly terrible people who are not there <laughs> for the right reasons. If they did that, it'll be empty by, you know, the first week. So they have to have all that. I mean, I think there was one season, the previous season, where the experts ha- had to say, you know what, you guys leave. I don't care if you're writing stay or leave. We can't in good conscience have you guys keep staying. Just go.
1: So (laughs) Um, We're not going to let you get any more Instagram followers.
0: Exactly. But then the United States experts could take a cue from that because they're not making them say, oh, it's the experiment. They're just like, we can't in good conscience allow this to happen. Just go. Then whoever is left. At the very, very end, the final week, they have an actual commitment ceremony where they, the, the women wear white, and it's usually in the woods, and it's so pretty, and they read vows to each other, and then they say at the end, I'm choosing to stay with you, or I'm choosing to leave. And it's so fun to watch, because sometimes they say all these nice things, it's been a journey, it's been this, and the person's smiling, and they're like, but I'm choosing to leave you. And you're like, whoa, what? So yeah.